0: Hi, this is Rodney Allen Trice. Welcome back to another episode of Leia's Dead. We have lost our rebel princess. The Empire seems to be gaining ground in real life. And hope is beginning to flicker and not look so bright. But I'm here to say we are at exciting moments. I just saw the latest Star Wars yesterday morning, the day it came out. And, I have to say, I loved it. As with any film or large collaborative creative venture, could I labor over hours to critique every detail of the film? Yes, I sure could. But I've been talking to some younger generation Star Wars lovers particularly people who are hardcore fans who really only love the first three, episode four through six, and don't care for much of the rest. These friends of mine have often complained, the new films are this, the new films are that, they're not like the old films. Well, of course they're not. Of course they're not. We live in a different world. And when I went to see episode eight, just yesterday, I tried to keep this all framed clearly in my mind that we are looking at the, well, when I went to see these films in 1977, I was looking at these films through an 11-year-old's eyes and it was a lot of fun and it was just a movie because back in 1977 we didn't have giant merchandising and we didn't have social media relentlessly pumping all of us full of endless supplies of teasers to get us to draw to the film and on top of that we didn't have dvds or even vhs's yet so this movie existed solely in the movie theaters And when it left the movie theaters, it was gone. None of us could see it again. Thus, the reason why we would often go five or six times, because this was it. This was the only place you could see it. So I went to this movie after all these discussions beforehand with younger generations that aren't feeling it. And I tried to go completely unexpecting, completely fresh-minded. And to be honest, the biggest reason why I loved it was that it gave some new variation to the Force. It allowed a bit of an open door to what one could do with the Force. It also, as J.J. Abrams so brilliantly rebooted the Star Trek campaign and not so brilliantly directed (laughs) Episode Seven. Of Star Wars where it was too much of a homage to the first three and too many of the scenes I felt like were too much just scenes pulled from the the first three the 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 sacred canon of Star Wars This one on the other hand I think gave us the reboot. There was plenty of respect to Leia and plenty of respect to Luke and you know, all the old-school things, but there was this kind of new, fresh look on the Force. The Force suddenly is taking a bit of a shift, which makes this ancient, and in storytelling, what was becoming a bit of a tired blah-blah-blah, may the Force be with you, yada-yada, it's giving it a kind of fresh, new perspective. Maybe the dark and light aren't so completely separate, and maybe one should not be so terrified and paranoid about the dark side, because then it invades the bright side, and everything is supposed to balance, right? Isn't that kind of how it goes? And it just made me think about reality, because after all, this whole point of my podcasting is Leia's Dead, and looking back at... Cultural icons and cultural iconograph, oh my God, I'm stuck on that word, damn it. Cultural icons from the past, things that we we found ourselves falling in love with that we miss now. Well, I don't know, you know, this whole period that we're in, I I give you, (laughs) you know, sorry for the awful name, Alabama's Roy Moore. The reason why I feel like there's a connection here is that there is this disturbing, extremely fucked up connection that someone like Roy Moore, who should be immediately dismissed as soon as all these allegations rose, and as soon as there seemed to be some validity to them, he should have been immediately dismissed. We all, somewhere in our guts, even people that support him still, have to know that. Yet we cling to these old ideas and these old ideas because so many in America right now are afraid of allowing ideas to change, allowing ideas to grow, to to become something new, to transform. We have forgotten how much America built its reputation, built its strength, built its authority when we were at our great moment with forging forward into new arenas, tapping new venues, creating new opportunities, automobiles, computer systems. There's so many things that we were pushing forward. We were the guys that were brand new on the block. We were the new kids, and we were coming up with all kinds of wonderful new things. That's what made us great in the past. The new Star Wars film, the whole angle that they put on the Force, and I don't want to say too much because it just came out and some of you may not have seen it yet, so I'm not going to really say much about the story, but the new angle that it's allowing itself to shift regarding the Force made me excited. It reminded me of that kid in 1977 that didn't know what the new movie was going to bring. Maybe some of the parts of why Star Wars became a little dull and uninteresting to so many of the younger generations was that too much of it became really expected. It was exactly what, it was a formula, it was exactly what you expected. There was no surprise. There was no new ideas along with new universes and new planets and worlds. The new one gave us that. But I kind of feel like in our current contemporary America, we have got people with a death grip stranglehold onto old ideas, old philosophies, old thinking, because they are mistakenly thinking that this is what made America great back in the day, that these old ideas, that if we just return to the old ideas, it'll be great again. No. The way it was, what made us great, was the bold and daring forging forward, saying to the world, here, we'll show you how this is done. We'll show you how you move forward now. We'll show you what contemporary life and the contemporary world is really about. We will define it for the world. Let's us show you how this is done. Well, as with this new Star Wars, which I loved and how they gave the force a bit of a freshen up, made it seem exciting, made potential much much more interesting, made the black and white of it not so easy to define anymore, which is kind of real life. If we are forging forward in real life and we are staging, liberals are our enemies, conservatives are our enemies, if we are waging those kind of battles, we will not win. We will lose. We have new enemies. We need to redefine what is actually happening. All of us, on all sides, blue-red. We need to redefine ourselves. We need to redefine the very core of what we believe makes one American, just the same as it seems that the new Star Wars films are going to move into, redefining some of the things that we always thought we totally understood and knew. There is so much possibility in the future. There is so much inspiration. The muse is screaming at us through the planet, through new technology, through all kinds of ways. We are really truly living on the very beginning of a completely new age that could be an exciting, brilliant time for the human race. But our cultural icons have morphed and reshaped and been morphed and reshaped by campaigns and advertising and repetitive wrong, repeated statements about things, and we have come to a place, we we are clinging with a death grip to the old ways. It is time for us to go forward looking into new things. When you see someone as despicable, as disgusting, as Roy Moore, as despicable and disgusting as Donald Trump, As despicable and disgusting as Steve Bannon. Oh my God, where do I stop with the list of names? DeVos. On and on and on. The disgusting, the disgusting, the disgusting, disturbing people that Christians are embracing? What the fuck? This is a disturbing and terribly off balance place to be we need to speak more all of us about what actually did make America great when we were we need to not allow these fools to run away with this we need to not allow fear as in the new movie again I'm, going to, I'm hesitant to say too much but as in the new movie one of the greatest leaders of the force realizes that it was his own fears that perpetuated some of the darkest stuff. Well, as in real life, it is the fears that are so deeply rooted in Christianity and in Christian people and in the Christian church and in so much of the other horse shit that too many people believe about America that makes people <laughs> who run on a platform of decency and conservativeness and and God's principles align with these disturbing, disgusting people like Trump and Moore and Bannon. Disgusting. When these kind of people align, church with people like that, okay, it's just everything is such a fucked up mess. So in this I'd like to suggest once again, we need to let go of certain things from the past, as we always do, as the whole point of this Leia's Dead piece is. Let go of the things of the past that are nooses around your neck, that are like death hold strangulation around your neck. We need to let go of these things. We need to move forward. We need to realize what really made us great, the things of the past that really made us great, and the fact that they are right in front of us moving forward into the future. Go see the movie. It's really fun, I think. It reminded me of being an 11-year-old child in the theater back then where I was just excited and new worlds were being shown and new characters and you didn't know what for sure was going to be happening new ways that the Force is playing out and whatever. It's just, I thought it was really exciting. Go see the film, but more so, let's start communicating in a more bold way, in a more daring way, to people that are holding on to the past, holding on to the old Jedi text, holding on to the old ways, because of fear of the future. We need to get a hold of these people, and we need to help shake them out of fear's death grip on them. Thank you again for tuning in to Leia's Dead. Hope this was inspiring. Hope it was exciting. Go see the movie, and um, take care. Happy holidays, kids.